Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing Hometown Cha Cha Cha, episode two, peeps. This episode reminded me of Emma by Jane Austen. The scene that we all know, if we are Austen fans, where Emma is setting by a tree and Mr. Knightley comes up and goes, badly done, badly done indeed. Yeah, this this is kind of one of those moments because in this episode, Hyojin decides to go to a picnic. She has moved into her new residence and she is comfortably settled. Dusik has painted the residence. I'm sorry, I have a rustly paper here. No. Okay, anyway, I kind of cut myself. Sorry, I had to get a band-aid. But anyway, so anyway, Dusik has painted his painted Hyojin's house. It looks fabulous. The clinic is ready to go. And she is going to a party for the elderly that they're putting on for the community. And she doesn't really, yeah, she dive bombs the party. I mean, I really don't think Hyojin could have made a worse impression at the public event if she had really tried. Which, you know, it's one of those things where sometimes you do things in your life and you're like, you know what? you didn't intentionally set out to mess things up. And this is one of those times when Hia Jin, honestly, I don't think she meant to mess this up. It just, it went bad really, really fast. But anyway, she ends up going to the party and she goes and sits down with a group of the elderly women of the community who are kind of wrapping some, some food up for people to eat. And they're doing it with their hands, and then they're handing it out, which totally freaks Hyojin out. And honestly, if it were me at that kind of party, I wouldn't be eating it either. But I would just say that I can't do whatever the food was, if it was fish or something, because I don't eat fish, or I become a situational vegetarian or something. But Hyojin does not really have that... Uh, she doesn't really have a good excuse and she just makes the women who are preparing the food feel bad that they're using their hands to prepare the food which did not go well because these are some of the the lead women in the community that are in the um, older generation so that doesn't go well then she has her landlord come over during the party and say is there anything that you need adjusted with your um, house and she says well, there are a couple things, but we can talk about that later. She said, oh, no, you can talk about it now. And she said, well, number one, there's a slight hole in the screen door, if that could be repaired. And is there any way that you could change the way that you cook fish at your restaurant? Because the smell irritates me. And um, that that was what she said. And the, the, the landlady didn't take it too well. And you know what? I don't really blame the landlady. I'm sitting there going... Hia Jin, did you just hear what came out of your mouth? I mean, really, what are you thinking? Do you, I, I, I mean, no offense. It's like there's, there's tact and then there's absolute 
uh, rudeness, and Hyojin was just absolutely rude. So anyway, she dive bombs with the group of elderly women. She dive bombs with her landlady. Um, she ends up going into another room of the building to talk to someone on the phone because um, her friend called, who's been her friend since middle school, and she doesn't realize there's a microphone on in the room that is being played through the speakers of the event. And one of the people at the event is a musician who was popular like in the 90s. His song made the top 10 in Korea. But then he really didn't go any further than that because some issues happened with his um, production company. And he didn't pursue music after that because he ended up meeting a lady. They had a kid and he now runs a coffee shop and raises his daughter. And Hyejin makes the terrible he's playing music for the or in the party that she's going to tell her friend oh this guy he's playing music right now um he was he was kind of a thing back in the 90s i don't know what song he did because i've never heard it before and you know if he really wanted to become famous he would have just kept pushing and instead he gave up and you know there you go and everyone in the entire event can hear what she said and honestly, I'm sitting there going, you know, there are certain things we would say to our best friends that we would never say to someone else, but we say that in a in a safe environment where we know no one else is going to hear them, and we hopefully wouldn't say something like that because I'm going, you know, we don't know the story of the musician in this in this storyline. We don't know. Maybe he tried to do what he could, and he couldn't make it musically, and that happens to, like... 90% of people who try to become musicians in the music industry. I mean, so I think that to sit there and go, well, if he had tried harder, he would have been a success. I'm going, um, that's not always the case. Sometimes people try very hard to do something and they still don't make it in that field. But that doesn't mean that they're less of a human being because they didn't make it to the number one spot in the music chart or whatever. It just means that they ended up, you know, raising their daughter quietly in a nice seaside town and playing guitar when they could. I mean, I don't mean it weird. I'm like, I don't, yeah, that was just a really bad moment for Hyojin. So anyway, she dive bombs the party she realizes that everyone heard her through the microphone, and she really just sits there and walks away from that whole event. Now, in retrospect, she should have apologized to the musician who was there in front of everyone, even though that would have been very uncomfortable, because what she did in that instance was she really, really dive-bombed. I mean, and you know, I think that if you really do screw up and you know you screw up, you should sit there and apologize as soon as possible. Because the longer you wait to apologize, the worse it's going to be. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's the law of nature. I mean, if I screw up something, I will usually sit there and go, man, I massively screwed it up. And then I will sit there and I will definitely write that apology. And sometimes I will sit there and go, you know, I'm probably going to screw this up. So I'm going to write this apology beforehand because I am a proactive person. <laughs> Which, maybe that's not the best way to live your life. But it's like, you know, if you happen to have trouble with being 
not good at gauging people, you're not exactly sure how they may take something, and you're going, you know, I would never mean to offend anyone, but this might offend someone, so I'm just going to break, brooch this subject, brooch, brooch. I always had trouble with that in school. I don't know why. I never really had trouble with any other words in English except brooch and brooch and Penelope, which I still want to sit there and go, Penelope. I mean, it doesn't look like Penelope. I mean, how can you sit there and go, Penelope? It looks like Penelope. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, English language, it boggles me sometimes, even though I teach it. So anyway, but Hyejin walks off. She then opens her clinic. Nobody comes. Her friend comes to meet her from Seoul because her friend was going to make a wonderful romantic home-cooked dinner for her boyfriend, who's been her boyfriend for a long while. She got to her boyfriend's apartment and found out that there was a flight attendant who her boyfriend was seeing there who also didn't know that her boyfriend had another girlfriend and so they both threw the food at him and walked out and her girl her friend from middle school who's her girlfriend girlfriend isn't a friend not in a romantic interest um decides to leave Seoul and come help her friend open the practice because she's going to be the secretary and so She's moved in with Hyejin, and they open the first day, and then they have the second day, and no one's coming. And Dua Six says, he comes, and she's talking. He says, number one, he says, you really need to not run in regular running clothes. And she says, what are you talking about? He says, well, the older people here are having trouble with the fact that you're running in leggings and a shirt that's shorter than your waist because your stomach is showing. And he says, you know, you've got to give a little if you want to be able to make it here. It's not something that you can expect them to just adopt your cultural situation because you came from Seoul. He said, you've got to make this work as a two-way street. And it's the same thing with what you did at the party. Did you take everyone rice cakes? And she said, I didn't know I was supposed to take everyone rice cakes. He says, okay, stop everything. Take everyone rice cakes. So she ends up spending one day taking everyone rice cakes. Some of them take the rice cakes. Some of them um, don't take the rice cakes at all or throw them against the table. So it's it's a mixed bag of emotion there. But anyway, she does take the rice cakes around to people. Um, she then has, she talks to the showcase again, and she says, you know, I took the rice cakes around, but it didn't seem to make a difference. Well, do six says, you know, you've got to do more than just take rice cakes around. You've got to basically be a nice human being that doesn't like offend half the town at once or more in like a single blow. And she's like, okay. But what she does is she ends up going and talking to the coffee shop owner who was the musician. And she said, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. It was not appropriate for me to do that. And I think that is kind of what changes things for her. Because she sits there and goes, and you know, I did listen to your your album that you gave me. Because he gave her this album so he could she could listen to his music. And she said... I didn't really like the song Exercising in the Moonlight that you were so famous for, but I liked the one that was called, like, A Mark on My Heart. She said, that one I could relate to, where I couldn't really relate to the Exercise in the Moonlight one. And it's in that moment where 
she apologizes and she also lets that person know that she has invested a little bit of time into knowing where their head is at, knowing what they did and who they are, and letting them know that, you know, I might not like the song that you were most famous for, but I did enjoy this song that you did. And I think that's where the kind of change happens in this whole storyline, because at that point, Dusik, who is kind of he's known as the jack of all trades which really he is he pulls out this wallet and he's certified plumber electrician um everything delivery i i don't know but anyway he um he pulls out his wallet and he just shows all this stuff but he goes around and basically tells everyone they should go and get their teeth checked and so she's suddenly booked because Dusik realizes that she's willing to try to make amends try to do the right thing. And I think at the end of the day, I think that's kind of why Dusik and her probably end up together is because Dusik just always does the right thing. I mean, I'm sure that he didn't at one point. I totally get that because there's some things that you have happened that you realize that something happened that was massively not okay. That is probably why he's living in Ganjin. But you also realize that he really does try to do the right thing. And without, like, trying to get rewarded for it, it's just that's what you do. And I think in the same way, the reason that he likes Hia Jin is because he sees how even though she can be as, as rude as all get out, she also has the ability to quietly go and help people that most people wouldn't even think about, like helping the kid with the gauze, going, taking him and his friend to the pharmacy to get that done quietly, making sure he gets home to his mom, um, taking care of people quietly, like just sitting there and apologizing when she did make that mistake of talking about that to her friend where everyone could hear it and apologizing to that musician and saying, you know, I really did like this song that you did. And I think it's in those small things that make her character, even though she is prickly and even though she is kind of difficult, make her a little more likable because you get to see what she's like in certain ways, which is positive rather than negative. And that is my review of episode two of Hometown Cha-Cha. Check it at the round table. Bye.